Appropriate Racing, day two of the championships is on the horizon. The Beavers with us for an Easter weekend preview. What's cracking, mate? Uh, happy Easter, mate. Um, good to be with you and uh, good to be uh, doing the form on what is a cracking day's racing at Ramick on day two of the championships. Yeah, do you enjoy getting stuck into this? I, I know I did. Yes, I did enjoy getting stuck into this, and uh, even more so because I will be out at the track on Saturday. So I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, it was it was a good cut, and um, yeah, a lot of lot of form to get through. Uh, absolutely. So we'll get stuck in just quickly. Uh, some nice results early yesterday at the midweek show. Uh, I'm glad I sort of stayed out once I realised the biases are in play <laughs> later in the day, but. Uh, some nice starts, including yeah, off to your, a flying start. Your, yeah. um, I think we had the first four or five winners between us. So, uh, yes, it was very nice. But anyway, we will get stuck into this now. Only as good as your last effort, I guess. So we're going to head to Roundwick first for the championships. Uh, four Group Ones on the card. We've got a heavy track right now. Only supposed to be a thunderstorm tomorrow, and not much rain in the weekend. They did cop a, a lot, a lot of rain last week, so it's still heavy. I'm, I was hoping maybe soft seven. Not sure. I've treated it as a heavy eight maybe slightly better. Uh, is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking that might be the case as well. The track holds it pretty well, and uh, if the rain stays away or reasonably well away for the next uh, day or two, then I think um, it should play okay. The rail moves into the four-metre mark. It was similar there, I think, back in January. Probably didn't want to be too far from the rails, but for all intents and purposes, I've treated this as a fair, a fair track for now. Uh, we've got the Fernhill Mile kicking us off for the two-year-olds. Uh, what a listed race here. How are we going to start the day? Yeah, only eight starters here, but I found it one of the, the, the trickier affairs on the day because um, obviously you won't know how the track is playing uh, first up here. I went looking for something and I, I landed back on inhibitions just purely at the moment because I think it's... Um, being racing the most consistently of all of these. It was a good run last start in the group three behind Amur. I thought it stuck to its guns really well there. I think um, from the inside gate here, uh, if there is any favouritism there, it's going to get it in the first. It can either take up the lead or sit just behind it. Um, for that reason, I'm going to have it on top. Beautiful. I, uh, it does look the obvious here. Fought out the finish in the, in the Ballyu a couple of weeks back. Uh, so is on top from me. I've I've got the danger as a stable mate. I think we both had an opinion of Tom yeah. Keaton going down to Melbourne. It copped uh, the flack of that fall in the in the size air, so it was out of play. He actually hit the line quite well, and Nash jumps on, which I'm not sure might even suggest it's the top seed for blue colours. Uh, I have that as the clear danger um, from uh, Townsend, who showed a lot of fight mm. uh, at Wyong, and to me looks bred to be a miler. Uh, Secret uh, done deal out of Secret Admirer that has Roundwick Mile written all over it. But, um, yeah, to start the day, I think the blue colours fight it out again. Yeah, I'm tipping he wasn't a cheapie. Um, uh, no, it was not. I think I think he was somewhere in the vicinity of 8, 800 plus when I went at a sneaky look, but didn't write that much down. Uh, the second is the 1,400 metre listed for the three-year-olds. Uh, good little race here. Some nice resumers. I have... Um, I made a call in this race and I decided to go against the Kensington lead-up and uh, ride away from that. So I'm keen on a, a couple here, uh, which, well, the first one's at a price, but I've got on top here, stylized. Uh, forgotten horse here, it was, did a, not, won it nicely at the Rose Hill over the 1,400 metres, 
before it went out. Then was pretty good in the lo- gloaming, uh, only about a length and a half off sharp and start, smart and pulled up lame after that. Um, trial was good and it's 20 to 1. So I, I, I am fairly keen. It is a nice bet here. And then I went looking for the two which sort of are linked together here, which is Perfect Thought and Renaissance Women. Uh, Perfect Thought won the Carbine Club down in Melbourne Cup week before going out. But uh, when I went and watched the trial, Renaissance Women trialled outstanding ahead of it. Uh, does have uh, some black type down in Melbourne. Uh, I think those two are in this race up to their ears and on the back of the trials going to uh, make Renaissance Women the main danger. Uh, but you could make others here. I know you're, you've been a fan of Kovalika. This is a good little race. What are you, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm actually going for Renaissance Women myself. Um, I thought it was pretty good when last in work. And as you said, I really liked the look of its trial. Um, it ran some really nice races. It's, it won a... Um, it won nicely and then went to the Group 1 race there over the, the – I think that was the derby there, and it wasn't yeah. disgraced. It sort of got back and, um, you know, it would have derived a lot from that. And then prior to that, again, at Group 1 over 2,000, was only three lengths behind Sharp and Smart. Um, trials have been good. I think you can run a big race first up, and I don't mind the double-figure odds, so I think you're, you're right there. Um, you know, Perfect Thought was a nice trial as well, and – Kavlika, um, as you stated, it's a horse I have a bit of opinion of, and I think um, wasn't asked to do much in its trial, but when it went to up in um, north, it ran some really nice races, was short price, but went up there and killed him. Um, no reason it can't run as well, well as well. I'm assuming it's probably come back here. I just this is a random thought. I assume it's come back here to have a run here, and it might go back to Queensland and contest the the Derby and the like up there over the Winter Carnival. Yep, but uh, worth a look. Um, Definitely. First up, it's one on the soft. Um, but yeah, don't let it under your guard. Absolutely. We've got the third, which is the Percy Stikes, uh, Tiro Percy Sykes Stakes. Uh, Tiro Phillies Group 2 over 1,200 metres. And I am going to stick with the Waterhouse Yard here with Autumn Ballet. It uh, bolted in the Black Opal on debut. It's trialled since where it was... Uh, Awesome. It beat up Lazago in that trial, who uh, came comes back here from the slipper. And uh, I've got as the main danger, which uh, did cop the, another one that copped the brunt of that fall in the slipper and was pulled out of it. We've, uh, well, we saw um, Militarise come out and win last week. I think Lazago, if you go back two, two back and forget the last one, it did bolt in here in the sweet embrace. So I have it as the main danger. Uh, little bits and pieces away from that, but that's the way I'm looking at it, Beaver. Yeah, I've gone for Auden Ballet as well. I've uh, got it on top. A uh, lot to like about everything it's done, um, both on the trial track and in its only start. Uh, gets the gun draw here in gate one. Uh, Going to be super hard to beat here. Might clear on top. M- main danger, Bossy Nick was good in Melbourne. Uh, if it continues to improve, can run a race. The fourth is the 1,400-metre Provincial Midway Championships final. Uh, for six hundred thousand dollars, cracking little field. Who's going to win though? Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? A cracking little field and some horses coming off some really nice wins last start. Um, I've gone for number three, Lock Eagle. Okay. Um, it's it's a horse I've always liked, and uh, first up was was a so-so run behind Kobe um, over the twelve hundred, but uh, certainly here getting up to the fourteen hundred suits it better, and we saw that. 
um, last start at Newcastle in what was a decent affair. It sat way, well back in the field, but hit, got out to the middle of the track and just put him away pretty easily. It ran quite easily held there, um, and I think it will have improved from that. So I've got it as my on-top pick. Uh, the two that I put as the main dangers is number one, Odette. Uh, that was a good win, um, hard-fought win, and has run close behind KOB previously, so I think it can run well. And KOB itself, it's um, it's a good little horse and uh, has done everything right uh, in its six starts. I've got KOB on top. It, uh, well, as you said, it won pretty well and uh, did own Odette, uh, gave Winburn to Odette in that qualifier. I think Odette might be the better wet tracker. Uh, did come and has come down and had a Metro win since, which sets up great for this. I think they're um, the two main chances here. Uh, and then the other two, or at least that go to my early quality, short shorts bolted in, uh, chasing a leader here down at Kembla. The horse that chased short shorts, I'm going to make a bit of a case for Cloudland. It was uh, all over the straights trying to reel in short shorts like a drunken sailor. Uh, now gets Nash on, who's going to keep it nice and straight. It's got a bit of upside. If it gets its head together at round 20s, like I said, a, a nice one that can go into your exotics there. Uh, they're the four key ones for me. Uh, and as you say, probably Lock Eagle next best. But good race, good race. And uh, the wet probably makes it even more interesting. We saw last week where uh, the 101 pop lobbed for everyone. So we'll see how that pans out. Another good race, which uh, I've just noticed a couple extra scratchings, is the three-year-old sprint. Group two level. What do we do with these two at the top of the market, Aft Cabin and Zoo Tiger? I've, I've got a bit of an icky feeling about them, to be honest. Yeah, you might have a bit of an icky feeling here, but the feeling around the rest of them is even ickier. Yeah. Um, Jeez, I wish I haven't done anything. I, I wish what you needed come down. Yeah, that would have been great. Great. Um, would have been a, an easy, um, easy pick. Yeah. Look, I'm going to stick with Aft. Cabin. I've had an opinion of it as a horse. I have been disappointed the last two starts. Um, really disappointed. But it did, again, trial well. Um, and this is this is a pretty easy, uh, much easier race than what it's been racing against, albeit economics. Um, I think they're at home recently um, in one of the races. But, um, look, I think F Cabin probably on top for me. I wouldn't want it to get too much shorter than the price it's at now. Um, it was hard to find anything else and handles the, handles the conditions. Mm. It, it, maybe it's just a sprinter. Maybe maybe it you know, is better back to freshened up back to this. Might be a bit mad here. I'm going to spec the two fillies down the bottom here. Uh, we Nessie, a little try. Last two runs have been pretty good. There's been form out of both those races. Uh, and is the, the the sprinter we can sort of trust here. Flies in the heavy. And Lady Laguna gets a quick backup. That it, was its best run last time for a while. Just nabbed in the shadows by Magic Time, who, well, I think is a quality horse. Seven-day backup. Joe Marrero on. It's going to lead again. Uh, and if there's some chinks in some of the chases, it's it's going to be bobbing away there about 15 bucks. So I'm going to spec both of them each way. It wouldn't shock me if half cabin uh, comes out and, and bolts in, but uh, that's the way I'm thinking here. I imagine Zoo Tiger probably is part of that pace brigade as well. Uh, the first of the Group 1s is the Australian Oaks, 2,400 metres, and this is pretty easy for me. Uh, I went and found the New Zealand Oaks winger who bolted in there. It's going to come over here to a, an average group of three-year-olds. It's going to... 
sit uh, in the running line. It's going to run away and win this by about two lengths, I reckon. So Penny Week is on top for me, around six bucks. I think it's a great bet. Uh, I think Fireburn's the main danger. I think it closed off quite well over the 2,000, and I think it. Uh, well, I think it's the best wet tracker. Uh, so any, if we're still in the heavy range, uh, I'm elevating it. And I do think Arts does run well. I have to respect what it did last week. But just I went straight to the Kiwi here, and I'm, I'm going to stick solid. What are you thinking? Went the same way as you, mate. Went straight to the Kiwi myself. Um, looked at its form. I thought Pavitra, um, well, it was a nice run last start. I don't, I'm not convinced 2,400 is, is an ideal distance. Um, I've got a feeling so it's a smiler. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Um, and I may be wrong here because this isn't a strong affair, but um, I just think the other things just looks clearly the best uh, stayer in the race and can outstay these and probably has the best turn of foot. Um, so I've got it on clear on top pick for me as well. Um, and I think the price is a good one. I thought Arts was the main danger, as you alluded to. I thought it's, you couldn't um, fault last start and it has won two of its three starts. So um, that's my second choice. The next group one is the Sydney Cup, 3,200 metres. Um, we've got Gold Trip finally getting out to his right trip. Is that how you're thinking or you you had enough? No, no chance for me. <laughs> you only two runs too late uh, to the party there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave, gave it a shot um, once once this prep, once or twice this prep. That's it. Um, maybe it can win at 3,200, but 59 and a half. Uh, gate 16 and um, heavy track at the moment, not 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 convinced, um, which left me with a few others that I was kind of leaning towards. I thought high emotion has worked into this preparation quite nicely, um, and I think it can run a really, really good race, um, handles the, the softer conditions. Um, gate 19 is not ideal, but there'll be a couple of scratchings, and it goes back anyway, so... I'm comfortable that it can get in and uh, get the right run. So it's my own topper, and I think it can run really well. Surefire bounced back um, nicely last start, um, and I think that was a, a good point to that it can run well again. Um, and as we know, it doesn't mind the sting out of the ground, so I thought it was the main danger. And then obviously the International Cleveland at its first start. Um, only plotted a bit, but uh, that was its first run this uh time here um i wouldn't rule it out but uh, i thought four dollars was a bit skinny at this point in time so my motion and surefire at the 12s and 14s range um for me i've got cleveland on top i thought it lined fairly well it uh, only got going very late in that race i think it's gonna be better for that uh, i agree i think it, and i think you will get six bucks uh i, I can't imagine it starting any shorter than four dollars because uh, if it is then uh then it uh, it might you know just destroy him, but I don't I don't think that's going to happen, and uh, definitely respect the two you've mentioned uh, away from it. And Knight's Order will um, has had a bit of company every time it's led these races lately, but gets out to the thirty two hundred. I think it's won this race before actually. Um, may get a cosy time, so the two on paces go into my quaddie as well. Both it and Nerve Not Verve who ran quite well last week back from New Zealand. You know it's going to be fit and uh, gets through the conditions, but. Good race, one a bit better than what I'm getting now, but I think this international is going to be very hard to beat. We've got the clash coming up next. The uh, 2,000 metre weight for age, Queen Elizabeth, uh, Animo and Dubai on a head-to-head. Do you want to have first crack at this one too? I'm happy to have first crack, mate. It's uh, going to be no shock that I'm going to stick with Animo. Um, 
I just can't. I just can't go away from it. It's just a horse that I think is outstanding. Um, getting two dollars fifty here because the the other thing um, was very good uh, at its first up run here, but it was Montefilia that it beat, who hadn't been going all that great. Um, but you got to respect that win, um, and you got to respect it as the horse. But Animo for me uh, done everything right this preparation. Doesn't beat him by much, but it just wins. It's got a big heart and 2,000 metres we know it can handle. Uh, hasn't missed a place on the soft and runs well on the heavy as well. So there's nothing here that suggests to me that NMO probably should be favourite. I would have thought I'm surprised that they're equal favourites. Um, you know, I think NMO's the, the favourite. But I, And Cascadian for me is is obviously one that I wouldn't leave out. It was, geez, that was a good run last start. Um, if it got out and got a clear run, it would have won by six. Um, it, it beat him easy. So it's going well and no reason that he can't push the other two favourites. I've I've gone the international. I've gone Dubaina. Uh, we keep being told it's a, a wet tracker too uh, after it destroyed him on the dry. It's, uh, I'm just sticking with the fact those uh, international middle distance horses are better than ours. So going to flip them around. I'd love to see Animo win. It'd be fantastic if it does. It's... Uh, has been one of my favourite horses and is, but going that way, uh, Cascadian, like you said, is obvious, and the uh, the Japanese horse goes in everything just because, you know, they're better than us too. Unicorn Lion uh, is over here. We'll lead this up. There's not a lot of pace in this they race. They're generally better than us. I just don't know if they're better than this one. Being that's Animo. true as well. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, it's a real line. Interesting to see because if Animo does win this, I assume he's off to Ascot, so. Uh, Going to be a great spectacle. Looking forward to it. And... Um, can't bother sneakies in the quaddy perhaps when I get to that. We've got the Group 1 Queen of the Turf coming up next. This is for the girls, a wait for age mile. And I have gone straight to the top here as well. You've got Alcohol 3 debuting in Australia. This has Bayed Fawn, which um, for those who don't know, it was the best horse in the world for a couple of years. And uh, it was only a length offered. It's now coming to a Sydney Phillies and Mares race. Uh, so... Trolls have been what we want to see. J-Max on inside gate shouldn't be too far away. I think the 350 that it was when I did the form looks pretty good to me. On top uh, from best of local chances is Hope in Your Heart, who was absolutely outstanding last week. Probably the run of the Doncaster um, with a big task there. And uh, if the international doesn't turn up, it she probably wins. Uh, Kiwi goes in the quaddie as well, Levante. But looking forward to seeing this step out. Good race, good race. Beaver, what are you thinking? Yeah, look, um, uh, I'm not a fan of anything alcohol-free, but I am a fan of this horse to win on the weekends. Uh, um, as you stated, uh, alcohol-free is, is my tip. Um, it's drawn beautifully here. It should get all the favours. And uh, based on its overseas form, it's going to be super hard to beat. So uh, on top pick for me, and I think you're right, hoping your heart was outstanding, and I certainly think it's a... A definite danger. I'll be saving on it. And I was super impressed with the tissues first up run. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's starting to live up to potentially um, its reputation it had some time back. So uh, a tissue for me is also a good shot. Beautiful. We've got the Sapphire Stakes for the girls over 1,200 metres, a group two to wrap up the card. Uh, and I am I'm sticking with the last start winner, Zapatea. I did get everything in its favour, did get the perfect run, but probably gets the same setup here. Um, there's enough pace where it can cross a, get across from the gate. Uh, we'll slot in somewhere in a running line, 
and gives you a, a great side again. Hypothetical, I think, overperformed in that race. Was very brave on pace, uh, and to me, still a danger. And the two internationals again go in. Knight of Romance has come back and trailed quite well. And Princess Grace um, comes with a little bit of a spruik from America. Trialed okay. Uh, and his double figures are Joe Marrera, so they all go into the quaddy as well. But um, we'll finish with Zapateo, favourite in the last. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm sticking with Zapateo as well. Um, thought it was a good win last start, and uh, I think it might get a similar run here. Uh, before that, ran a great race. Um, it was well back, but four, four lengths off home common. James wasn't the worst in the world in the Oakley Plate when it was resuming. Um and then stepped out and improved significantly here last start. I think we'll see some further improvement and my on top pick as well. Beautiful. Championships, day two, Quaddy. Let's get to it. I'm going to go to first leg. One gold trip, two Knights Order, three Baron Samedi, five Arapaho, 11 Cleveland, 12 High Emotion, 15 Nerve, not Verve. Uh, I've probably left someone obvious out there. Oh, no, high emotions there. Cool. Second leg is one Animo, two Dubai Honor. I'm going to throw three Valen, uh, Alenquer in and seven Unicorn Lion. Uh, if you're so inclined, Montefilia has been known to throw knockouts in these sort of setups, but uh, maybe not here. You have to skinny up somewhere. Second last leg, one Alcohol, three. Three Levante, five Hope in Your Heart, 14 Exolita. Uh, that last one is as much for my own sanity as anything else. And we'll come home with one Princess Grace, four Zapateo, eight Knight of Romance, and 11 Hypothetical. Again, if we get a couple of splits there, should pay handsomely. For progretracing.com.au, my best at uh, is race six, number one, Penny Wicker. My value, race two, number 12, Stylized. What about yourself, Beaver? Well, your best bet is Stromy because I was actually thinking the same, but I'm, I'm going to go something different just because that is your best bet Okay. Uh, to give the pundits something else. Race three, number three, Autumn Ballet. Yep. I thought it would be super hard to beat, and my value bet comes up in race seven, number 12, High Emotion. Beauty. Let's head down south for the support card, which is at Sandown Lakeside. Uh, where the rail moves back into the true. We've got uh, apparently a bit of rain around tomorrow. Uh, good at the moment. Hopefully stays in that soft range. I've again traded this as fair, but we know we can see lakeside days where it is up and in. Uh, we don't, don't want to be too far from the lead. The good thing about Sandown is you tend to work that out pretty early. Um, it doesn't change too much throughout the day. Uh, we kick off at the first, which is a benchmark 84 over the 1,200 metres for the fillies and mares. Uh, how are you starting today? Yeah, I'm going to start with favourite Foxycon. Um, I know it was convincingly beating la beaten last start, but it wasn't a bad run. Uh, it was a length and a half by flinching that flies around the Mini Valley sprint course of 9.55. It just went too quick and couldn't make the ground um, and was in behind it. You could see that it was ridden up a bit early. Yeah. Um, I think that the 1,200 here means it can probably take up the, the lead or sit right on the pace here. It gets a two-kilo claim, 53, nothing on its back. Uh, we'll be winning this. I agree with you. Um, yeah, not much more to add. It's, uh, I think the main dangers, if there are any, is Dutch of Dorset, who's going better than perhaps the form reads there. And uh, Party of One coming down from Sydney. Both of those runs have been good too. First up for the Kent Yard. 
Uh, I did spend a time looking at the top two here, Chassis and Barbie's Fox, but I don't think they've been with us for a bit now. So, uh, favourite to start the day there. The second is the Bill Collins handicap, 1,200 metres for the three-year-old Phillies, uh, where I am sticking with the track and distance setup here for Royal Merchant. It's going to roll along in the lead here again. Uh, it was only grabbed late in the Group 2 by Shuffle Dancer, who would be probably starting a clear favourite in this race. Uh, same setup, I think it gives you a great side around this. What are we now? Eight bucks, seven bucks there. Uh, yeah, good start there. From uh, main danger for me is uh, Nakoni, who was flying last prep, comes across and probably sits close to outside lead with it. Uh, there are a few other bits and pieces here. Charming Die, Miss Galore, both over the odds to me. But um, starting today, yeah, well, not starting today. Just start uh, with the top weight here. What about yourself? Now I'm going to stick with the Sydney side of Kazoo. Um, as you know, like the Sydney side is going to Melbourne, I sometimes think that they're just a, a little bit better. And um, the first start it got, sort of got back and ran on and was only okay, Kazoo, but then last start led and uh, held on nicely. I think there's I think there's more improvement in this horse and I think it can run well. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't try and take up the lead here as well. Um, so that'll be an interesting play. Uh, so I've got it on top. My main danger, um, number six, Fearless Rider. I think around the $13 mark. I think it can run well. Uh, one well, uh, two starts back, beating Citizenship, and only just got nutted by Von Gale, who ran over it at Mooney Valley last start. So um, finished powerfully. It, it, it can certainly figure. Yep, because I'll be mentioning that horse a bit later. Uh, right, the third is the uh, Reduce Choice listed race for the two-year-olds. And I like, I've liked the, the work to date of the debutante here, Lady of Savoy, the Tavachi filly. Um, four trials in preparation for this. I think it's won three of them uh, and was quite stylish in the last couple. Uh, a bit of a target here to debut uh, and hopefully get some black type straight off the bat. So I've got it on top from I Am Unstoppable, who uh, was a nice enough win over at the Parks track. Uh, yeah, probably runs well enough here again. But uh, with the debutante, Beaver, yourself... Oh, I'm very keen and I am unstoppable here. Uh, that was an excellent debut um, at Morfittville there. Um, just sat off him and went boom. Uh, went straight past the other horse that was the favourite and they had a bit of a wrap on and it made it look uh, fairly average, to be honest. Um, I think this horse might have some upside and might have some ability. So the fact that bringing it to Melbourne is a good pointer for me and I've got it as my clear on top. Race four is the 1,400-metre Burt Bright handicap. Uh, benchmark 70, I think we're $8 a field. So, uh, yeah, $8 mm, a field. $7. Uh, how's this for a race? Uh, I I don't know. So I'm just going to make a quick case for a couple. Uh, Blood Oath finally showed some pace after doing not a lot first few times in. Jumped straight to the lead last time in. And all but won that race you just mentioned with Fearless Rider. What price is it? It's... Uh, Around 15 20s. bucks, 20s, yeah, so maybe a spec on that. Uh, if it does roll forward again, should find a cosy enough spot. And Rumbled again has the track set up here last time. I mean, that wasn't a bad, is up in grade again. That was a pretty good win. So a couple slightly outside the market, but uh, I don't know really who's inside the market in this one. Do you have any any better opinion? Well, I was going to say I was going to say they're all outside yeah, the market because uh, this is one of the hardest races I've ever th- think I've ever had to look at to do some form. I did settle on one for the punters, number four, Bolton, um, third up after a spell. I thought both its couple of runs have been pretty good. I liked last time out 
It was just over length behind Ferretti at Sandown Hillside over the 1400. Uh, that was the leader uh, biased track, um, and it stuck to this task pretty good given it was back, well back in the field and powered home. Um, so that was a good sign to me that it's come back in good order, and I think it can be it can run another really nice race. And I thought the resumption of good and proper uh, was pretty decent as, as well. And prior to that, it ran in some good races um, and finished off nicely behind the likes of Visanari and, and Co. Doesn't get any easier here with the uh, Jack Elliott handicap, another benchmark 70, 1,200 metres. Uh, again, I don't know. Uh, I do think our height is flying. Uh, hopefully get a bit better hmm. uh, coming here, but... Uh, a little bit short for me in a field like this. Away from it, uh, maybe Bluestone Lane if it does start. No, I can't see a jockey for it just yet. Uh, has been flying as well and maybe gives you a side around 20s. But again, uh, you could make a case for eight of these. Uh, are you going to go and tip um, It's a Kind of Magic again or are you looking somewhere else? No, no, I'm going to stick with our Heidi this time. Um, 450, I don't think is too bad a price here. I think you might get $5. And as you said, it's flying at the moment, gets a two kilo claim. And um, it's the kind of magic that does meet it two or three kilos better than last start. But uh, it, it, was, it won easier, Heidi. And, you know, that was a good win. And then prior to that, it was pretty good um, behind Miss Middle Park. And even before that, over the thousands, um, was running well. Uh, this again sets up nicely from gate two. I think it can control where it wants to sit and whatever, if anything beats it home, it'll be winning the race. Lovely. We've got the mile up next, which is for the three-year-olds, uh, open handicap. Uh, good little race, Beaver, who's on top? Um, I've got Gringotts on top, yeah. the second favourite here. Uh, I think it's just showing some great natural improvement and I thought it was a great win beating Helix last start. Um, that horse goes all right and I just think he, again here sets up to sit just behind the pace in gate one, gets the sitting shot and hopefully gets the split at the right time. But there's plenty of chances in this race. Um, Loco's a, a, a horse on the rise and improving. Dashing was being really good this time in. Um, and I thought uh, the main danger might be Simeon at the double figure odds. Uh, it broke through its maiden last start in really stylish fas- fashion. Wilson and Young is a is a good stable, and uh, again uh, the step up in distance last start um, was right up its alley and up to sixteen hundred here won't hurt. I'll be saving on it. I agree. Simeon is the main danger. It was that was a nice win and a great setup for this because it's going to get similar um, things in its favour in this race. I am sticking with Loco. It. I think if it got to the outside in that race, it wins that race. Uh, it, I think he stuck to the inside a bit too long where that wasn't the place to be. You flip the runs, you flip the result. Uh, sticking with it gets a better setup here. Uh, I think it's got plenty of upside. You mentioned Simeon and you've mentioned Gringotts. Uh, so I agree with everything else you've said uh, in terms to those other chances. The 1,400 metre Group 3 Ladbrokes Handicap is next. Uh, and hopefully by now we have a clear track pattern. And if we are, if swoopers are in play, I'm going to stick uh, with Frankie Pino, who was a fantastic finish in that 1200 metre race. Um, hit the line very well there, straight to 1400, uh, unbeaten at the full, where it's unbeaten at 1400. Uh, great second up record. Uh, as I said, if we know by now, if Lakeside's um, 
playing the way it can do, it may be out of play. But I'm, I'm going to spec around the 15 to $20 mark. Uh, and then I'm going to say it's go time next for Pinstripe, who's now third up, gets a similar sort of run, and not an option, comes off a, a nice win. It had been going well up to that time, uh, but I'm looking at towards some of these younger horses as opposed to the three at the top who I've had a gut full of. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm going to tip Cardinal Gem. Yeah. I thought, um, <coughs> excuse me, I thought it was a real tough run last start, and I love the way it stuck to the, its task and had to sit outside the lead. It was three wide most of the way. Um, it had every right to drop out there, but it didn't, and, and it stuck on really nice there. So I think uh, here, hopefully it can get some cover from gate nine uh, with a little bit of pace around here and can run an almighty race in this. So I've got Cardinal Gem on top. Um, but as you said, there's lots of other chances as well. Um, there's a couple of horses like Frankie Pino and Ron Golay that can swoop home if the pace is on. Um just not sure about it, and now I've got to see. I've got to see it do something again before I can tip it. And the one barrier I don't think helps. I just don't think it's going to like being cluttered up on the fence there. So Cardinal Gem on top for me, fairly keen actually. Um, but I think there's a couple of others in the market that can be uh, savers. Beauty, yeah. I sort of um, and I think it's a lovely horse, Cardinal Gem. I couldn't split. I, I think it and Pinstripe bring exactly the same to this race. So which way, just which way you want to go with them. Uh, yeah. We've got the feature, the Easter Cup, a group three up next, 2,100 metres. Uh, I don't know if it's, if it's a Melbourne Cup favourite, but it's a Melbourne Cup fancy in white Marlin stepping out. Uh, does it just win this? I think so. Um, $3 is not a bad price, I think. Yeah. Um, I thought, yeah, a uh, lot to like about its only start. Um, absolutely killed him, and uh, everyone was freaking out for the cup and we'll get to see a step out here. Lovely, lovely looking horse as well. So um, Jordan Childs gets another good ride, uh, interestingly enough, here, and I've got it on top. Uh, it's not a bad... Marlin for me. Not a bad stable to find yourself connected to the Waterhouse stable. No, and I think, I think Sparkle can run a, another nice race. It won really easy last start and probably here could get control. Um... And bowl along in front, so uh, don't let it under your guard, but uh, white marlin for me. Yeah, um, well, obviously unbeaten, so it hasn't, uh, if it's now uh, first up, second prep in Australia, this could well be a star on the rise, I'm, I'm keen with it. I, I assume this is the old uh, Lloyd Williams setup where they have one, one run in autumn, put them away, come back and have the Melbourne Cup campaign. Uh, so I think it wins this, goes on to bigger and better things. Uh, the two it has to get past, uh, the two, well, the the one you mentioned in Sparkle, who's going to roll along, get a pretty good time up there on the lead. Uh, and it's partnering crime and the leader be right you are, who is flying and will make this horse earn it. Um, it won't be a walkover uh, if if it does own these fields. It uh, does own this field. It will. Uh, it's well and truly on the way or the right direction to, um, to Melbourne Cup land. Uh, but, yeah, looking forward to seeing it step out again. The last is... A mile benchmark eighty four, and I, another one I struggled to to want to stamp any, so I had to be a bit forgiving to find anything here. Uh, and I have gone and forgiven El Rocco, who uh, didn't have a great deal of luck last time. In uh, probably puts his best foot forward at this track, and 
uh, with uh, even luck, I think, runs much better than what it showed last time out. Before that was quite good uh, racing. Uh, where was it? Just getting nabbed at Echuca, but that was behind Hedershock, uh, which isn't bad form. Uh, series liaison finally found something last time in. Hit the line quite well. If the swoopers are in play, it can run well again. And a watch on Blue Soldier, who comes off pretty much spending its whole life in the Sydney floods, uh, gets down to the price Kent Yard and away from David Payne, uh, has trialled well and uh, might be one few quaddies there. It was your first time for the price in Kent Yard, as I said. Uh, but what do you think? Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, you've got to forgive a few here and uh, try and find one. I've, I've, so I've forgiven Daytona Bay. Um, yeah. And I don't know. It probably leads a lot us of to. Yeah. Well, this is a much easier race yeah. than, you know, we we're just talking about the quality of the race, two races earlier, and it ran two lengths behind, not an option, um, in a pretty good affair, and only a couple of lengths behind uh, Scalopini, um, the start before that, you know, listed race. Um, I think that's okay um, form for a race like this. Um, so it's down in class. I think um, it can take up uh, a position where it wants to from gate 10. And I think it can give an almighty sight here over the 1600. So for me, um, perfect fitness now. Uh, Daytona Bay is the way I'm leaning. If you, do you want to give us your quaddy? I do want to give you a quaddy. Um, so here we go. Uh, tricky, tricky, tricky races. Uh, the first leg, race six. I'm going number two, dashing. Number four, ringets. Number seven, loco. Number nine, simeon. In the second leg, I am going number four, Frankie Pino, number seven, Cardinal Jim, number eight, Pinstripe, number nine, Clemenceau, and number 12, Von Golay. In the third leg, I'm going number three, Right You Are, number eight, White Marlin, number 10, Sparkle. And to finish the day uh, in what is not an easy selection, I am going to go number five, Daytona Bay, number six, Flash Feeling, number eight, El Rocco, number nine, Alvadan, and number 15, Daily Bugle. Beautiful. For progetracing.com.au, of course, check them out for everything going on there. Uh, you'll find uh, by this time some tips up for Packenham as well tonight, but your best in value. Yeah, I had a couple of horses I really liked to bet on. It was either I really liked them or I was a you know sort of bit split. But uh, my best bet comes in race eight, number eight, White Marlin, uh, got it on top, and my value bet comes up in race seven, number seven, Cardinal Gem. I think you can get about six bucks, maybe more. Beauty. Yep, race eight, number eight, my best, White Marlin as well. And my value race for number five, Blood Oath. Uh, what's going on in Queensland? From what I saw, there's some good betting opportunities up there. Yeah, there is some good betting opportunities up in Queensland, although they're pretty, um, pretty even type of races. Mm. But my tips are race for number two, Red Wave. I think it can be run a really nice race. Uh, the resuming race six, number two, Chinny Boom. I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Uh, my value up there comes up in race seven, number two, Beery Car. I think you get a little bit of value in that one. And in the last race, race nine, number 13, Good Chat. 
Beauty. Uh, I've got a, I've got a hundred bucks to spend. I just realised as well. I'm supposed to mention that. Uh, unfortunately, Sharp and Smart struck out last week. Beaver for you, but hopefully we can. Yeah. Disappointing. It was a bit disappointing. Hopefully we can uh, jump. It has been up and doing a bit for a while, but uh, hopefully we can jump back here. I'm going to have ten bucks on Stylized at twenty one dollars. Twenty bucks on Penny Weaker at about six dollars fifty is at the moment. Thirty on uh, alcohol free at the three fifty, and all the rest is going on white marlin because uh, it'll win. So let's play across that day. I uh, play that across the day, I should say. Uh, anything else around Australia? That's it for me, mate. Cool. Um, that's enough races to bet in and enough winners to find, my friend. No, that is. Enjoy tomorrow. Have a good time out there. Uh, or Saturday, in fact. Uh, have a good time out there. My best to you for Easter, you and the family. Uh, and best to all the punters yes. out there as well. Take care and stay safe with the and family. And I won't see the punters for about a week or so, mate, because yes. I'm heading on holidays. So yep. I'm leaving it all to you. Apologies, right. uh, punters. Um, I'll try and uh, sort of school Daggy up to make sure he gets you some winners. Thanks, mate. Uh, I look forward to that. Uh, I'll learn something new. Yes. Yeah, enjoy it, enjoy it. Uh, hope you and the fam and everyone else has a great time on the open sea and I will see you in a couple of weeks. I will see the punters this Wednesday morning uh, for a midweek preview. Enjoy Easter, as I said, and we'll chat very soon. Catch you guys. Ciao for now.